welcome to the We're Always Watching podcast. And this week we are talking <laughs> Paws of Fury. Uh, with me are features manager, Miss Caitlin. Terrell. Terrell. Well done. Yeah. You said it with the Y. Okay, I did. I said it with a Y. I'm sorry, Caitlin. <laughs> and of course, our editor, Mr. Kevin Phoenix. D. Yo. <laughs> He had that name. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he spelled it with a P-H. I did. I did. I said, Phonics. <laughs> it is cool. Kevin what are you talking Fonics. about? Kevin Phonics. Remember? Uh, okay. Oh, wait. Wait, you knew about Hooked on Phonics? I thought that was done b- by the time you were born. No, I remember commercials for it. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Okay, you still remember commercials, so you're yeah. not as young as you say you are. Yeah. But... <laughs> We're going to talk about Paws of Fury. This was a Nickelodeon film. I thought that was surprised. I thought it was fully Paramount, but it's a Nickelodeon film. You guys you guys enjoy I, the film? I just have to say, I what? think my favorite thing ever was when we texted Jezzer for his reaction, and he goes, I'm not a cat person. Yeah. <laughs> I d- that is his. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a cat. <laughs> not a cat for, like there was some there was some cat jokes and some like cat things like the little cat cat lit the cat litter yeah it's like I couldn't I couldn't relate because you know I'd never had a cat before I don't know how cats you know how how they how they are relate to the kids movie because you've never owned a cat yeah you know there's you know I love dogs like my favorite one of my favorite there was one dog there was one dog. In a cat world. It was a dog voiced by freaking Michael Sierra. Like, I was like, ugh. Fuck. But <laughs> I remember last time I've seen Michael Sierra in a movie, by, by the way. Like, I realized that when we were watching. Uh, I think, I I think this is the end. This is the end where he slaps Rihanna's butt. Yeah. Where he's like. Yup, yup. But, uh, yeah, Michael Sierra. Weird choice. Very weird choice. Actually, you know what? Was he? He was Robin in Lego Batman, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was Robin in Lego Batman. Let's be honest, he was basically Robin in this, too. <laughs> he was Robin in this. He was definitely Robin in this. But Pause of Fury. Robin on the transformation to Dick Grayson, for sure. Yeah. And, like, for... Probably not Dick Grayson to Nightwing, to Nightwing. Yeah. And, no, but see, Robin when... Robin on the transformation to Nightwing without ever having actually trained with Batman. Yeah. <laughs> In a like homemade Robin costume, and I was like, "I'm Batman sidekick." And Batman's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Why did I think when I saw that trailer that I thought it was uh, what's her name, the other Rob, the other Robin from like the Dark Knight Rises? Um, I didn't think it was one of the main Robins, but I don't know why, because I thought he was wearing a <sighs> what? What's her name? Carrie? Stephanie? Not Stephanie? No, no, yeah, Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. Spoiler. Yeah, Carrie. I thought it was like that. Was, that was the Robin that they're using, but it wasn't. It was there freaking. wasn't actually a Robin in this. You do realize oh, he's that, He's talking right? about Lego Batman. Lego Batman. Okay. Yeah. He didn't think that was Dick Grayson. Yeah, I didn't think that was Dick Grayson. <laughs> I'm, like, so confused. I'm like, Jezzer, do you think there was Robin? <laughs> no. Well, we, there was Michael Cera Robin, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Batman uh, side, side track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But back to Paws of Fury. <laughs> yeah, back to Paws of Fury. <laughs> So much every time I my brain. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, I was just talking about Robin. I just forgot. Back to Pause of Fury. One thing I will say about this film is it has an amazing cast. Like 
there is a yeah. ton of really cool, fun uh, people in this. I mean, George Takai, like every like in the in the movie, in the, the character was so good in the theater. Whenever he goes, oh my, everybody was cheering. Everybody was cheering. And then freaking um, Mel Brooks' character, Mel Jackson. yeah, Brooks. Mel Brooks, his character looked like Mel Brooks. Like it was weird. <laughs> it was freaking weird. I, like I'm not a big uh, what's his name. Uh, uh, the guy that's yeah, I'm not a big fan of his usually, but I really liked him in this. Mel Brooks. No, no. Ricky Gervais. Oh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah. Not a big fan of Ricky. I think the only Ricky Gervais one I liked was when he couldn't tell a lie or something. Something I can't remember what. Uh, yeah, I, I thought he lied. did. He was really good in this. Yeah, he was. He was a great. He played a great villain. Like, just and they made like they made they matched they matched the cat to. Like kind of his voice and it kind of, kind of fit. Like a lot of the voices fit who who uh, played them really. The design, yeah. Yeah. And Samuel L. Jackson was great. Yeah, Samuel Jackson was great. Was he the standout though? Out of he had standout moments, like p- pushing the boundaries of a PG dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, he the said it with the so... same enthusiasm as he would say the F word. Mm-hmm. To me, the standouts though weren't necessarily like based upon the voice cast, it was, like, the character. Like, I loved the little kitten. Uh, was it Emiko? Emiko, yeah. She was freaking phenomenal. She was great. Uh, <coughs> and then uh, the, uh, what, Sumo? Yeah, played by, uh, how do you say his name? Jimon uh, Honsu? He was in, yeah, he was in uh, Captain Marvel. He was also in uh, Shazam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was in both Captain Marvel movies. Um, he is Shazam, isn't he? He's the first Shazam. Yeah, he's the wizard. And he was in Fast and Furious. He's in a lot of stuff. He was in that movie Push. Uh, he was in Kingsman, yeah. yeah, do you remember Push with uh, uh, Chris, Evans. Chris Evans? Yeah, he was in that. He's in a lot of stuff. I did not recognize his voice at all. Oh, when he, when he was talking, when he was talking, when like... Uh, when uh Hank was trying to like get the town like on his side, when when he reinterpreted what Hank said, that's when you really heard his voice. He he had fun with this. You could tell he had fun with this, which is which is to cool. Me, there's kind of two like hallmarks of like a really really good VO performance, and it's either it's you fully don't recognize who they are, like mm-hmm. it so fully embodies a character that it takes you out of, especially when you're adult recognizing their voice, or you do know who they are. Because like like Samuel L. Jackson, you immediately knew it was Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. but it fit the characters. Or like Seth Rogen, whenever he does a voiceover, like yeah. you know that's Seth Rogen, you know. So it's either where you're like, oh okay, this like it's it's kind of the thing that people say about Meryl Streep, where it's like, well, she always plays Meryl Streep, and it's like, yes and no, you know. So yeah. Like that to me is like those are kind of either you fully don't realize who they are, or you know who they are, but it works. Yeah. I think this had both of those. Yes, yes. Pause of fury. I think I think uh, another person that kind of like stood out was um uh that uh Michelle Yao. Like she was also uh, she was in Minions. She was in Minions too. She had sm- she had a small role in this. She's having a big year. Yeah. She's having a big year. Everything everywhere all at once. Minions, Pause of Fury. Yeah, she's just like she keeps getting phone calls and she just keeps saying yes, like yes, sure. Yes, sure. Yeah, sure. 
She's like Morgan. I got you. She's like Morgan Freeman, like early, uh, you know, early two thousand tens. You know, like taking everything, taking everything. But we love it. We freaking love it. You know. Yeah, I didn't know that Gabriel Iglesias was in this. I didn't know he was a. Uh, and Asif Mandiv. Uh, they were like the two talented. Ah, oh, that's who. That's who he was. The pizza guy from Spider Man Two, or freaking, yeah. or what, the evil, the evil uncle from uh, Avatar: Last Airbender. Oh, General Zhao. General Zhao, yeah. The freaking townspeople guys were so funny. They're good. The the guy, the, the one that couldn't read, was that Gabriel Iglesias? <laughs> He's like, oh, this does not look good. I can't read it. Can't read. <laughs> yeah, there there was a lot of fun like scenes. But let's let's uh let's go into the the really deep plot of what what's yeah of what's going on. A little backstory behind the whole movie itself. Uh, so it's a Mel Brooks movie, or adapted from Mel Brooks, like kind of spin-off sequel to Blazing Saddles. So hmm? there's Blazing Saddles, and he wanted to do bla- like kind of a similar situation, but with like you know a samurai uh, martial arts film. Yeah, he had to call Blazing Samurai. Uh-huh. That's why we get that scene in the film. They call it Blazing Samurais. Mm-hmm. But so he he's like, to how do, do I do with... this? Cats. Yeah, because <laughs> so originally it was supposed to be Richard Pryor as uh, the Hank role. Oh, really? Yeah, that's just how long ago this was. Oh shit. Forties. Uh, but um, you know, things happened. Uh, you know, Pryor passed. Uh, I don't know if it was because of Pryor passed, but that movie never got made, and it's been in the works. Until it became Pause of Fury to Lesbian. In that development hell thing. Oh my gosh. So that's why you have this kind of like strong overtone, or would it be a strong undertone of like. A blazing Saddles uh, humor. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell. Humor and the, like the huge top, like comedic take, comedic yet poignant take on racism. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, I think it. I applaud the effort, and I think it does a good job of it. But I don't think it hits the point that it was trying to hit. It was because was it, it was was it because they're trying not to be too on the nose with it, and like they totally missed the mark on it, or you think that it just could have been that the uh, comedy because of how much there were. Correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes that takes away from the seriousness. Um, it's something that for me worked in Thor Love and Thunder because the comedy of Thor is his trauma response whereas with this it's like it almost you don't get to necessarily again because it's what an 85 minute movie you don't necessarily get to sit in the uh, actual yes serious topic long enough before it, they come in with like haha joke joke yeah 85 minute movie because they mention it twice <laughs> twice <laughs> I think a lot of it too is because it's like uh, the big part of why Blade and Saddles worked so well is because it's widely recognized and acknowledged stereotypes that the jokes kind of work more. Yeah. Whereas here, that <clears throat> because it's cats and dogs. Oh, it's coming out sideways. Yeah, it's coming out sideways. So you get some of it, but some of it just doesn't translate in the same way. Like it, it's it's like it's a cutesy joke, but you're not gonna it, you're not gonna always have that connection of oh by. By this dog joke, they're actually talking about black people or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't come off the same, quite the same. Well, it's like when we talked about Chip and Dale, and we're like, "Oh shit, this is about human trafficking." <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even as obvious as that. No, no, not at all. Um, no, I get that. I do personally. I will say this though. I like when I think it's important for quote 
kids movies do talk about these um, very serious, very real, poignant topics in a digestible way. You're you're right. I don't think it necessarily nailed it in this one, but like uh, I think um, Encanto and Turning Red are good examples of like really actually taking a look a serious look at generational trauma. And Up does a great job of like grief and loss and even covering like miscarriage in what five minutes. Like so, I think that's an important part of kids movies where it's like yeah it's funny and cute and like silly but actually approaching really real topics to me makes it stronger and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but here it didn't necessarily work as well because I think you're right Kevin it's like cats and dogs a little and so unless you are able to recognize what's going on you may not really clock it that's true it does get to the end point of it all like oh yeah it's really you know it's there's the differences or whatever don't hold you back it's uh you know it's dumb to keep people under these labels like that you may have heard of like it it does that part but i just don't think it has the impact because uh, it's it doesn't get to sit and drive in those points like say like zootopia did with yeah yeah yeah. it's like it is good you got to hit it and like sit with it and really explore it. This one, I, I also feel like because of its you know original inspiration, that it took adult. It had not only did it have to deal with the species and you know that they had to take out some stuff that you could get away with saying in an R-rated movie versus yeah. uh, a PG movie. So it's like I applaud the effort. I think it does more good than bad for the most part. It just doesn't. It doesn't hit the way that. You, you could tell they were going for it, it just doesn't get quite to where they're aiming at. Yeah. yeah, it's like when a gymnast tries to land a trick and they stumble. True, truth. Yeah, but I, I mean, going into the story, so uh, Ricky Gervais's character, uh, let me find his name. He, he's like a Siamese cat. Yeah, he's a Siamese cat, but he, um, Ricky Gervais, uh, Ikachu, Ikachu. <laughs> that, was, that was funny, too. The when. When, oh my god, I just remembered the telephone line. Yes, the telephone line. That was like probably I like out of all the scenes I probably laughed at that one the hardest is cuz like it was, you know, the telephone game. They just the telephone game with a bunch of cats just lined up. Um but yeah, Ikachu. So dumb. Pretty much he's he is uh preparing for a visit from his supervisor and in order for him to in order for him to pass the visit he has to. He wants to eliminate an eyesore of a town uh, that he manages, which doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I gotta pass inspection. I know I'll destroy the town. I'm supposed to. Like, he's like, I, I want. I want my inspection to be pristine. Yeah, I, I want my office pretty, but I want to get rid of this, which is like. You, but that's like the thing you're supposed to be, take care of. Yeah, well, it's in the way. Yeah. Get rid of it. And you're like, isn't your boss gonna not be happy about? That's that's in essence the whole like plot of the film of why why we're at this point right now. Um, it, imagine imagine the boss has to uh go through that town to get to his uh his new palace, right? Yeah, it's like there's no way you're gonna get rid of the, get rid of the townspeople and then just 
do something with it that quickly, right? So like, just bite the bullet on it. It's like, oh yeah, that's an it's an eyesore, but here's the visit. Here's a new temple or whatever. But uh, could like make statue or like plant tree, like something where it's like you don't see it. Like there's so many ways that could have been avoided, but yeah, have have them take a different route. Maybe I don't yeah, know. I do think that was like again, it's one of those things where it's kids' movies. You give it leeway, but like sometimes for me, I'm like. That is such a logic problem to start on. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like it's kid. It is. It is funny. The Super Bowl, but it like they 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 give you that plot, but then they bombard you with a bunch of stuff so you forget that's initially the plot or that's. Yeah, you forget you forget that. Like I forget what's going on. It's like oh, they're replacing the townspeople's samurai with a dog that uh, you know is. Yeah, it's like, uh, okay, that here's a mug, here's a cup. It's like okay, but you forget you. Yeah, um, it would have been cool. He's like, I had a cup and everything. I don't know what that means, man. If if they were to spare, if they were to spare like twenty minutes to kind of like, um, because the story is Legend of Hank, right? Like, yeah. The story is Legend of Hank, but we don't we don't really meet Hank until he's already in prison. Like, it would be nice to kind of like lead up to lead up to how we got to that point. That way, we can connect with him a little bit more. We sort of get his origin story, but it's so short. Yeah, like fifteen minutes. Give it fifteen minutes. You know, like him traveling to the world of yeah. cats. We do get that opening song too, though. Man, we do. That might have been my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> that <laughs> I was like. How far how far into production did you think that was? Do you think that was added like way later or like that was a an I feel like it was planned from the beginning because like it was like just what started the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, you think you do you think do you think that's the original like that's the original uh like I wouldn't be surprised cuz <laughs> yeah. it was so strong. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like but I truly I truly was I like I watched it. Samurai would have been done the same way. Like I think he like that it might, you know, the lyrics probably changed, but I think the idea was always there. Cause like, what do you mean the lyrics changed? They would be singing about cats and dogs if it was people. That's a ah. Well, if if they if it, if the movie wasn't called Pause of Fury and it was called Blazing Samurai, do you think it would have hit the same or like people would have gone gone to see it? I, would, I think it would have done worse. It would be worse. Really? Yep. Blazing Samurai sounds a little because it it's. Blazing Saddles isn't, you know, in regular day-to-day speak anymore. Uh-huh. Blazing Samurai sounds kind of cool. And like, so you're going to expect more Kung Fu Panda. Ah, uh, okay. You think you think that's what they're going they wanted that Kung Fu Panda uh demographic like they were like, "Oh, yeah, you guys love Kung Fu Panda. We'll give you this. It's it's the same thing." Yeah. Yeah, I think they but definitely wanted think it. Jack Black is going to knock Michael Sarah out of the park. Oh. Yeah, even like he—they're doing another one. He's gonna like, it's not even not even a question. You think you think that's where it fell? That's where it was a little weaker. Is their the lead not really being, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it made sense. Like Michael Sarah's voice made and performance worked, and it made sense for what they were doing. But I do feel like having a lead that maybe was a little more uh, weird word animated. In like their, who would you? Ooh, who would you? Who would you have chosen? Mm. 
I hate when you guys do this to me because I don't have actors off the top. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think too. I'm trying to think. Right, what do you guys think? I think Sarah was perfect. You think Sarah was perfect? I think he. I think he was like he worked really well for what they did. My point is more of like I think if they had made that character a little bit more similar to that kung fu panda vibe, it might have worked better. So it's more I of a character would, change than performance. Yeah, because if, but that's more in the writing than anything. Yeah. Because like. I agree. I feel the movie wasn't necessarily all about Hank, even though, you know, he's a title character. Right. I feel it was the whole kind of situation. It was more the situation and everything with its, you know, with its characters to play their parts. Like the yeah. story, the story was a bigger thing. Whereas I think Kung Fu Panda is very heavily focused on the character and the, and the character brings everything else to life. Yeah, I but I also am someone that prefers character studies uh, and character-based stuff, which is why I usually prefer TV. Um, but no, I remember seeing Jack Black in like the freaking Jumanji movies. I was like, holy shit. Um, and I don't think I've ever really felt like that was Michael Sarah. Like he's cool in Juno, but he's <laughs> a weirdo. Like I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him, and I enjoyed him in Arrested Development. I, I really enjoyed him that. Um, uh, I'm gonna say something very controversial. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I haven't really. I I watched it once. Uh, there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really like. I'm not like a big fan of it. I think it's I enjoyable. Said, I think the side characters are interesting for the most part, but yeah. God, Scott Pilgrim himself sucks. My favorite. Like my favorite Michael Cera movie is Nick and Nora Infinite Playlist. I don't know. I, I, I just love that playlist. It's a fun playlist. Is this that, that also has Cat um, Dennings? Yeah, Cat Dennings and uh, Jay Baruchel. Um, there's actually a lot. That's like Scott Pilgrim has like every actor who becomes a superhero. Yep. So you're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> yep. Man, Captain America. Yep. Marvel. Yeah. When's Michael Cera gonna become a freaking Marvel character? What's going on? The What's thing is, my, with Scott Pilgrim though, with Scott Pilgrim, Michael Cera proves that he can do the action. Yeah, yeah, that is true. You know who can't? Finn Jones. Finn Jones. So it's like. Do you think Paws of Fury was better than Iron Fist? Oh. <laughs> oh, you think it was like a more cohesive story? Um, I think it delivers where it tried to deliver a lot oh more than God. Iron Fist did. Ah, oh, so Iron Fist versus Hank. Yep, yeah. there it is, right there. My, That's what. You know, the only thing was lacking was just the hand. Oh yeah, yeah. She would have been great in this too, though. That's Emiko. <laughs> yeah, that is Emiko. She would have been great in this too. I did love it, like the first moment, the freaking giant samurai dude runs away, and she picks up a sword. She's like, "I got this." I'm like, "You are <laughs> a foot tall." <laughs> the sword was like, you know, three times her size. I thought it was good. Three little buddies, like would take the. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you're just like, or like, I will, like, very, very spoiler, because this is the end. When she gets out of the water, and her three little friends are, like, floating down the river, and she's like, ah! It just bolts, and you're like, maybe get, like, other people to help. It's like, Sumo, come here! <laughs> well, that was it. It, it was great. And then the three tiny kittens, when she gets the sword, immediately go to help her, and you're like, y'all should be way more traumatized. <laughs> It's just like, <laughs> like just scared. But no, we gotta help you with that sword, cause you know it's a thing. So I okay, you're gonna hate me. 
I haven't seen Blazing Saddles, right? Me neither. So at the at the end, there was a lot of like chatter in the in the room when uh, Mel Brooks was talking. Was there a lot of Blazing Saddles uh, uh, jokes in that? Like, well, uh, Kevin. Uh, so, so I like I've only watched Blazing Saddles once. Okay. So I okay. was like too young to really understand what I was watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, like because I had a bunch of like uh in my in my theater there's a bunch of like uh, it was an older crowd right and that they were. Theater, theater. <laughs> say, do you say it? You had the Rotten Tomatoes theater. theater. Yeah, it's ninety nine percent old white dudes who are mad that people like what they like but still don't like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were uh, they were laughing a lot at that end scene where he was like appointing um, Emiko as the samurai. Yeah. Um, He's like, I'm gonna be Shogun. He's like, okay. Yeah. But I may, maybe I need to watch it. Maybe maybe if I watch Blazing Saddles, I'll I'll find a a new uh, appreciation for this film. Cause I l- listen, I love I love animated films. Like I love all animated films. D- no no matter like who the if it's Pixar, if it's Disney solely, if it's um, DreamWorks, if it's uh, not DreamWorks, uh, Illumination, yeah. I enjoy I enjoy them even even like really bad ones that are don't, that don't necessarily make it to, um, you know the big screen. Um, but this one I just I just I just didn't have that much. Um, I will say connection to it. Yeah, this one was like fun and cute, and to me it's like oh yeah, kids are gonna like this. Like, yeah, but this felt this felt like a streaming service thing. But yeah, I like the other piece of it too is we came up, we we saw this basically like what two weeks after Minions. Yeah. Minions way stronger. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's visually because, like, visually. Visuals here worked because it, the other thing you have to be mindful of is like animations have vastly different styles. Like, yeah. Stylistically, this is not any. This is not like Minions, and it's also not like Pixar or Disney. This is like a unique style that does kind of fit that Nickelodeon vibe. Yeah. It. But it um, feel. It feels like. A Nickelodeon show, like you'd watch it every week. That's the the animation for me. That's what it was. It wasn't something that oh groundbreaking or um. Like it, it yeah. doesn't even feel as strong as like Jimmy Neutron did. Yeah, like Jimmy like Neutron. Yeah, show. yep. This one, it felt like oh they 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 could do this animation pretty easily. Like this is something. Not to say it was bad. I'm just saying it was. In terms of you know where we are. Yeah, you know, but. Yeah, it doesn't like it does. Yeah, especially after we just watched Lightyear, we just watched Minions. Yeah, that's it, that's a hard stack it, up. It, well, yeah, it like if you you know if you going and just like what's around right now, it's like okay, I'm gonna choose Minions over this. Well, yeah. Too looking at like the trailer for um, Super Pets, like Super Pets is a style that I think is gonna be more fun. Yeah, it that that movie looks it like it's gonna be great. Um, there's another there's another one that uh. Another one that came out, um, it's coming out on Netflix, Se- The Sea Beast, or whatever. Sea Beast? Oh, they just came out last week. Yeah, it looks, that looks cool. Um, even, even like, uh, Hotel Transylvania, Transylvania, that animation looks pretty cool. It, this one just felt, this one just felt kind of like, oh, it's just a Nickelodeon show, that's cool. Like, alright. Um, I don't, I don't know what it was. I, could, I can't describe it. It's not bad, the animation wasn't bad, it's uh, just. It, it doesn't have that, like, kind of that X factor of being, like. Icon. Yeah, you know, even even like even Bob's Burgers. Like I I like the the movie. Like Bob's Burgers animation was 
I know it's the same. It's almost the same as the show, but I liked it better. It's um the movie versus the show is the movie kind of uh elevates it. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I, even even um Disney Plus had like they brought back Diary of a Wimpy Kid, but with animation. It was simpler animations, but I liked it better than this one. You know, it's I it's. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was weird. Um, well, it didn't off. have the oomph of iconic that I think a lot of us have come to expect. Simply because, like, let's be honest, anime like animation is freaking great. Like mm-hmm. animation continues to outdo itself uh, almost every time. Like the go-to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, right? Like uh, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's next level. Even Lightyear to me, yeah. though, like the way that they animated like the outer space stuff, I was like, holy crap! Yeah. Like, you know, time like or like if you look at Incredibles versus Incredibles 2 just seeing the clear development uh so to me like part of the reason why we can't and I think it's something we need to be grateful for and celebrate but the reason we can be picky about animation style is the fact that animators have the ability to do all these different things I mean just think about it for a second we're comparing essentially like CG animation to like 2D animation the fact that we're actually getting 2D again I love yeah, yeah. Um, and then also comparing to like, okay, look at these different styles of CG, and like, oh yeah, there's this one that's like more Pixar, more Disney style, more Nickelodeon style, more Illumination. So, I agree with you that this doesn't have that umph of iconic that is just be- come to be expected. But to be honest, the fact that we do expect almost a higher caliber of animation is something that should be celebrated because ten years ago. It'd be like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. You know? oh, ten, I'm t- thinking ten years ago. I like ten years ago, we had um, freaking the first Despicable Me, right? Like that came out 2010. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so like, we were making strides in, in in that area. Um, but I mean, it was like if if I was a kid, if I was like, Solid. yeah, if I was a kid, I was it was ten years old. There's a lot of fun jokes and stuff. It just w- it does really well with the sight gags. Though. I think like the yeah. in terms of like the like the content of the movie, like the sight gags were all really well. Yeah. Done. Like it's like uh the, like the boss fight scene at the end where they have them running at each other, but they keep missing. Yes. 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 And that's 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 like Mel Brooks like classic comedy, like you know freaking Princess Bride and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that w- that was cool. Like those little things were fun. Even even uh, <laughs> when the old lady hit him with the freaking walk, it's like, oh, that's walking the dog. It's like I I giggled a little. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's or when funny. He's getting beaten up by the, yeah. Like, bandits, and she's like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? It's like continue. <laughs> You're doing great. It was that moment where you were like, expect her to be like. Don't just go from your shoulder. You got to go with your hips. <laughs> yeah. And that was definitely Mel Brooks stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do you think the because the kids that were in the theater, theater, <laughs> uh, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't laughing as hard at, uh, as, at some of the jokes like. Um, I mean, I I think our theater was a pretty good mix of kids and adults. Wouldn't you say, Kevin? Yeah. Um, and I think what worked, what I noticed, and it's something I noticed that to me is kind of the benchmark of, okay, this is a good uh, animated family movie, is the kids and the adults 
there were moments they would both laugh at, and then there were moments where the kids would laugh, or there were moments where the adults would laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, the kids would laugh at like teeny weeny moments that you know, yeah, fly over some people's head, and then my giant ass is over there giggling like a three. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, I think it's a good joke. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny, but yeah, I mean, it you know. It, Jackson do the PG version of his like yeah whole thing With the like, you have, cock the spaniel. yeah yeah so you have us laughing where the kids are like they're maybe laughing they're like that was so weird and we're all laughing because it's like ha he almost he said it he almost said sticks on a plane I, I me mean, it's one of the ways you know that they've done well because like same thing like that goes across the board for movies and TV shows like that's one of the things that like this is not the correct version of DuckTales, but the 2017 DuckTales. What, what? This is the, like, 90s DuckTales. My cup. Oh, well, you said the this isn't the correct version of DuckTales. I'm like, yeah, no, I mean the one that I'm specifically... You, you talk about that show so much. I have never... I've never seen it. I haven't seen it yet. It, it does well at having stuff that literally all ages can laugh at. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think that's the goal, right? That's the goal for animated films is like appeal to both, um, while still being able to be classified as a as a kids film. Because yeah. imagine the parents want to like don't want to bring their kids to a movie that they're just going to be really annoyed at. Yeah, like, they or can watch it with them instead of for them. I did when I was growing up, which is okay. I'm gonna I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> I paid fifteen dollars for a nap. Yep, I uh, I uh, did fall asleep a few times. Um, uh, weirdly enough, I yeah, I fell asleep during the fight with Sumo. Like, I kept going in and out. I don't know if I was tired or something. I just kept going in and out. And then... I know. No, I, yeah, I was waiting in line for that. Waiting in line for my freaking regular popcorn and regular drink. Because that lady wanted a freaking hot dog. It's like, is this your first time? I did love before Minya Chats was like get popcorn. I'm like, I don't eat popcorn. He's like, get it anyways, I'll eat it. And then he proceeds to not only get his own popcorn, but to actually buy a hot dog and mac and cheese balls. I'm like, we're getting food after this, too. He's like, good. Hey, you know what? I will never, like, there is a mac and cheese balls at, uh, in Burbank, uh, at Slater's 5050, or San Diego Slater's 5050, and it is the best mac and cheese ball. So every time I see it somewhere, I want to see, like, can this measure up? That did not. It did not. I, I don't even know what I was thinking. It was a movie theater. Like, uh, no, that was garbage. But anyways, yeah. Uh, hot dogs, you never can really go wrong with hot dogs. I, I don't, I think. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy all hot dogs. I know a lot of people don't, but even. There's a difference between having a good hot dog and having a hot dog, though. Ah, it's the Nathan's hot dogs is what you want, right? Like the Nathan's. Those like, are those are the good ones, you know. And then if 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 you're cheap or don't have a lot of money, then the ballpark ones. Ballpark yeah. are solid. Yeah, you don't you don't necessarily always go Oscar Mayer, even though Oscar Mayer is like the big hot dog thing. But I never I I always do Nathan's or ballpark. Oscar Mayer for bacon. Oh, but I think they have good bacon. But I like Nathan's for hot dogs. I also am someone that prefers my hot dogs to be grilled with a little bit of char versus I freaking hate boiled hot dogs. That's no, no, no. Yeah, grilled, grilled, hundred percent. Boiled hot dogs are weird. That's. And then you just get the hot dog water. 
He's like, well, use it to boil eggs. But I literally was like, I just threw it. I'm like, no, I couldn't deal with it. It smelled so bad. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, I, I did enjoy like part of the sumo fight scene, but I did, you know, fall asleep because it went long. Sumo was great. Sumo was great. And he could have got, and he could have got out like way, like you know, way early. He's just like you know, he's a gentle, he's a gentle giant. I think that's just the power of friendship. Like he was so, you know, because he was so defeated before that because like what he didn't even think that he could do that. Yeah. But then because friends, boom, rips the wall. We're friends. Have you noticed that we tend to find a character in each movie that fits all of us? Because <laughs> I immediately was like, Kevin is sumo. We're all like, Kevin's the one who's like, yeah, I can break out of these chains with no problem. I just wasn't motivated before. <laughs> sumo. Yep. What, what was the, la- the, the last film or last one we did? Who, who did we relate to? Minions. Now, I don't know if we did with Thor. Although, because Kevin went to uh, an event for Nope and immediately texted us, I did the hammer thing and I hit the bell and I immediately texted, okay. <laughs> oh man, did you get anything for that? Yeah, they gave me uh, four uh, Jupiter jupes, so these token things. Ah. Did you like you buy o- stuff with the tokens? Yeah, like you only needed three to get everything, but I kept winning the games. So, he, he, uh, like Kevin's the only one playing games. <laughs> I was just the one who was winning. <laughs> oh, was uh was Steven was Steven there? Steven win? Yeah. Ah dang! Did you see anybody? F- uh, anybody else there? Uh, the most famous person I, s- the most famous people I saw was uh, Andrew Bachelor. Uh, he's in. He like oh, King Batch. Batch. King Batch, yeah. And um, the guy who died in the first Fast and Furious movie. What? Yeah, the you know the like mechanic dude. He was there. Yeah. No way. What you call it? Fr- was there too a zero from uh, Holes? Oh, I saw him at the very end. Yeah, yeah, he's not everything. Like I always see him at places. But anyways, Kevin's like apparently terrible at like fights with celebrity, which is just. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there was a ton more. There was a ton more. It's like Kevin, that's the guy from. When I got there, I was surrounded by his influences, like. We're standing in the line, and they're just hearing the music. Like, oh, this is so crazy! This is like, we're in the fucking line. And just wait. <laughs> I, I like, why are you hyping up the line? There's nothing crazy about this line. Wait, did they record it? Yeah, they just record. And this dude like can't stand still. He's bumping into me, and like this little dude in this cowboy hat. Like, oh, I thought more people would dress up. Like, I didn't know this was a cowboy movie. Like, I thought it was a horror movie. So. so Yeah, I mean, I don't always equate that to cow. Well, maybe I should, but oh. anyway, it's like, what's what made me really happy was I saw this dude mess up on the hammer game. I went right after him and got on one try. I'm like, yeah, I hate this guy. <laughs> what makes Kevin happy is causing pain and embarrassment yeah. to others. So right? Kevin, you could, 
you would be a good candidate for the next samurai for that town of uh, Kaku. Uh, what is it? Kakapu? Or no, Kakamucho? Kakamucho? Like so much poop? Like. Kaka mucho, uh, was it mucho kaka? Kaka mucho. Kaka mucho. I was like, man, this town's name is a lot of crap. <laughs> a lot of crap. <laughs> Kevin, we did a fun little um, thing at when we went to the screener for this. It was like taking a picture in front of a green screen, and Kevin immediately is like, "We're doing this. I have an idea. It's gonna look like you're pushing me off this." I was like, "Violent, let's do it." <laughs> I like I like that me and Kevin will uh, will be sending TikToks like all right we could do this one and then Caitlin could be the victim in here. Is someone shooting a like arrow at someone else and I'm like hey Jessica this is your chaotic energy he's like great I'm gonna do that to you I'm like I did you did you did you like not assume that I had a bow and arrow like did I you not? I am a I'm a pretty good archer. I've done archery on a hoverboard, and that is pretty hard. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> yep. You know, because, like, you know, archers archers on freaking horses, that has to be, like, a learned skill, right? Like, obviously, I can't find a horse. I'm not arguing that. I can't go outside and... Yeah, you know, they're like unicorns, but without the horns. But, uh... <laughs> where are all the hornless unicorns? Where are the hornless unicorns? They are extinct like the unicorns are. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we, we like... That's the quote we were doing. Horses are like unicorns <laughs> They're also extinct, too. There are no horses. No more horses, everybody. No more horses. It's true. It is a. It was a sad, sad day. Also, by the way, Jezzer, I think something that would be like the equivalent of shooting a bow and arrow while riding a horse is not a hoverboard. It would be like a dirt bike. But then, but then, y you have to hold on to the handles to keep it straight. You have to hold on to the reins to hold yeah. it. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. An animal. They. They know to go forward. You can control that with your legs. I don't know. I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Kevin, do we get a horse and put Jez on it and see what happens? Do we know anybody with a horse? I'm mm -hmm. sure we know people that have access to a horse. <sighs> I live exist? close enough to Griffith Park where you can literally, like, take horse riding lessons. Oh. And they'll let you shoot bows and uh, use bow and arrows? I don't know about that. I, yeah, I think that's a whole different thing. <laughs> but you also could just be your chaotic self and show up. <laughs> like, I don't think they'll let him on the horse be <laughs> But they look. They have places where you pay you pay to throw freaking axes at at like targets. How come there's? But there's no. You're saying that there's no like places you can pay to ride a horse and shoot a bow and arrow. You, are you? That's what you're saying. I'm sure there is. Yeah, I think showing up to like a petting zoo it. that has horse riding. <laughs> With a bow and arrow. Just like a pony ride runs back to his But I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's some way you can, you can set yeah. up a uh, horse ride. I think you're the next samurai for this town. I yeah. should be. 
I think that'd be cool. But instead, you know, so like uh, Sumo had what? He had like a turtle? Or no, a pig? He had something. He had, yeah. he had <laughs> a pig. I would want, I would want a camel. I think that'd be cool. I rode a camel once over in, in Riverside at the fair. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It feels weird. It's not. It's not pleasant, and they smell really bad. Not as elegant as You're not. That was the only thing they had. They didn't have no horses. They didn't. Okay. Like how does how like does samurai, like please, you went, I want a camel. How does a yeah. fair like How does a fair not have horses but they have camels? Like why why is that the choice? Why is that the go-to choice? I thought horses are more I'm so not there with you. I'm stuck I on. Like I want to ride a camel. Riding camels sucks. It the horses, does. The fairs travel, so the fairs probably travel to places where horses are a lot more accessible. So they need something different. That's why they have the camels. <sighs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I would ride a camel too. Oh, that would be cool. We have to go to India to do that, though. That's what Emma Coach would ride. Emma Coach would ride on. Ride oh, it'd be it, yeah, because it's just such a freaking weird like. You know, op- you know, opposites thing. Yeah, like you can't even see her on it. Yeah. Like it's just an elephant like rolling into town. I love how like the town couldn't see Hank when he was rolling into town until the until the horse <laughs> bowed his uh, bowed his head down. Also, and can we talk about the weirdness? And it's a common thing in a lot of these of animal movies or shows that have like human versions, like personified animals. So you're you're talking about the hierarchy. You're talking about the hierarchy yeah. of, of, of animals and like what co- what where where are we at here? It's like the whole Plu- it's the Pluto goofy uh yeah, the Pluto oh goofy God, thing. Someone pointed that out to me that Goofy is also a dog. It straight broke my brain for like thirty minutes. I was like, Goofy is a dog. What well, it's a cartoon. Like why are they do it in duck I'm gonna bring it up again. They do it in DuckTales too. Yeah. They have two of the little ducks feeding ducks and the other character that's with them that's like an alien is straight up looking back and forth like what in the fuck? How come? Like, that is the right reaction. What in the fuck? How come cars can ride planes in cars? And, like, if they're cars in cars, is the garage their bedrooms? Yeah, I, th- I thought so. Yeah? Also, how do they have babies? Because there's too many vans that have a baby minivan. I don't know. That's why I don't like cars. I don't. That's why I don't like. That's why I'm not like. It's a cool story, but I don't like cars because I don't understand the concept. Yeah. How? The dogs and the cats, and they ride horses and boars. And as far as I could tell, the horses and boars don't talk. Why? I know what. What? There's one point in time where the dog won the battle. Oh. Or the dogs and like dogs and cats won the battles. That's crazy. That's so crazy. That's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah. That's, I don't know. But I guess I we're not supposed to focus on that. We're not supposed to, like. I don't think you're ever supposed to focus on yeah, that. Yeah, we're not. I am only focused on it now. Yeah. I what makes that dog, you know, special enough to talk and not the horse? Also, Horses are cool. The Pluto, the Pluto goofy <clears throat> thing is definitely a thing. The one that also throws me off is Minnie, a mouse, has a pet cat. That's weird. That is weird. Or how Arthur wears headphones, but the headphones don't touch his ears. They don't go on his ears. <laughs> That's my joke. Or how they made Arthur, how they made Arthur, like, not look like an anteater. It's like, 
That's not what you're supposed to look like. Is he an anteater or an aardvark? Aardvark, aardvark. Yeah. Aardvark. But he doesn't, don't aardvark, aardvarks are the ones that like can roll up into a ball and have the hard shell. He That's an armadillo. It's like an anteater. It's kind of... Armadillo. <laughs> She's like, why doesn't why doesn't Arthur turn into a ball? <laughs> That's the That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That is not an aardvark. That is not an aardvark. Cartoons, you gotta you gotta make that's sense. An why don't you know that's an armadillo? Or it could be a roly-poly. What do you call roly? What's the actual name of roly-poly? I heard potato bug. Potato bug? But you know what I didn't realize? When I was a kid, I was super infatuated with roly-polies because they tur- literally turn into little marble. Then come come to find out, roly-polies, roly-polies just hang around poop. So... When I was also <laughs> so when I was playing with those little when I was playing with those little marbles, I'm playing with a little poop monster. Like what the fuck? Like what the fuck? Huh? Is a family of wool lice. Armadillo. They're lice. What? What? They're wood lice. Ugh. That's Armadilla weird. Stop! Stop! Stop looking it up. Oh, Lolly Polly's actual name. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but she said armadillo. Okay. Armadillo D-Day. They're lice. So they are like they're armadillos. Wood, they're wood lice. Yeah, that's why they grow up in walls. That's why they have that thick fur. That is crazy cool. Roly polies are just yeah. poopy armadillos. I super poopy hate. Lice. Poopy lice. They're poopy wood lice. lice. Wood lice. Poop wood lice. Wood. No, because they hang out in poop. You only see them around like animal poop. Are you thinking of dung beetles? Cause those no. Are no, no. Yeah, those are straight up poop, poopy monsters. They're like the roly polies are like. I would love if we could find a way to some, not even the segue, just in general, to get back to the movie. Okay, roly poly. Roly poly. To pause there fury. you go. Great. Well done. <laughs> well done Kevin. The water was rolling from the Super Bowl <laughs> towards the town. And the t- there, okay, first off. You fully found a segue. <laughs> I just needed somebody to go back to what we were talking about. To be fair, there is no way. To be fair, there is no physical way that they were going to make a moat that could contain that whole, like, you know, toilet water thing. See, this is where you, like, well, you start doubting the power of friendship. Did you not see Sumo break through a chain, a wall, and a door? Uh. (laughs) The whole family feels, the whole town feels that, you know, Uh. that unity. Together, they are stronger and better. More <laughs> but it also wasn't a moat. It basically just like sent the river in a different direction, which is an actual thing that, like, we will do. Uh, like, like, are about like, could impact the town. We essentially realigned them. Man, how much water was going through that toilet, though? That's crazy. That was toilet water. They were swimming. They were swimming in toilet water, and they didn't even know it. Like. It did look really clean. Yeah, I mean, that, that toilet hasn't even been christened yet. That's why it had no kids. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the tape. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice we never saw... Oh, no, we did. We saw the sand garbage roll through the toxite. 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The uh yeah, ooh ooh. I didn't expect pooping in the beginning of the movie. There's a cameo that I uh, I really thought was funny. Is like oh we have we also have bounty hunters and there is a dog the bounty hunter cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there there was so many there's so many other cameos but I, I had I couldn't like it, it went so quickly. But I did recognize yeah, dogs. It was like a Boba Fett one too. Yeah. Like the bounty hunter thing. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that like part was fun. Like seeing a John Wick looking one in the other one. Too. Yeah, that was fun. Like having all that. But I mean, the visual gags are really good. Yeah. All about the movie, like the visual sight gags would just work really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, even like Emiko and the little kittens, having them be like yeah. super tiny and they're like little walk, be that like like that was great. And was there something going on between Hank and Emiko's mom? I think there's like a little. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, oh, that's a. N- <laughs> All right, so town people comes together. Uh, <laughs> Have we still not recap the movie? <laughs> he's still, he's still trying to. Exactly. I think he's still trying. To... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about what we like, and then we'll go into the ratings. Okay, that sounds that sounds good. We'll go back to the professional part of oh, this. To recap. Okay, so Dog wants to be a samurai because he's bullied all the time in, like, Dogland. Uh, and he's like, I don't know, I'll go to Cat World because that makes sense. Uh, he gets locked up because no dogs in Cat World. And then Evil Pikachu decides that he's the best way to solve his problem about having to assign a samurai to this town that he wants to get rid of because it's an eyesore. So he does. The townspeople, understandably, but also not understandably because not great, uh, immediately try to murder him. Uh, he finds essentially his mentor, who is Samuel L. Jackson, who we later find out is the same guy that basically inspired him to become a samurai. Um, whose ba- who's, who's sad backstory of why he basically like left being a samurai is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. I ruined a surprise <laughs> party. Evil <laughs> 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 uh, Pikachu keeps sending bandits to try and destroy the town. Hank the dog and Samuel Jackson the cat samurai and Emiko the kitten samurai uh, continuously save the town and Sumo is one of the ones they send but he befriends Hank because Hank is a dog and dogs are inherently oh my god I love you I love you I'll be your friend oh my god Um, and yeah it culminates in Hank uh, being basically swept away because he thinks he's the shit but actually isn't because Samuel Jackson is the shit and then realizing the error of his ways and goes to save Sumo and the town uh, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And then uh, Sumo gets, uh, not Sumo, uh, Hank the dog gets to actually be a samurai, as does, but he's still training. Whereas Emiko, so Hank the dog is still training to be a samurai. Emiko the tiny kitten gets to be a samurai, which. She's She's always been a samurai. is no longer in charge and the shogun basically dips. He's like, "Oh, it seems like So time out. Evil Pikachu really didn't get punished for anything. He's yeah, just He ran away. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. He ran away. Um, but yeah, I think I recapped that pretty well. Yeah, I think that was on point. Very well done. <laughs> like I'm surprised you remembered all that. That is very well done. When you're like, let's rate the movie, I'm like, all we have said is that Hank the dog shows up. We can't <laughs> <have> all of that. <laughs> we, 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 we talked about, about it. 
the arrows and they just went. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Arthur, which is PBS. I don't know that that's yes. ever happened to us, and that <laughs> happens a lot. But like, yeah. I don't know if we've ever had it where we fully just like gave up I wonder if there's like a time. I t- <laughs> what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Oh, are we going to rate this? <laughs> we talked about it. We talked about it. Technically. Technically. You can stick to finding a horrible sound from every movie to torture me with. How about that? A horrible sound. Yeah. Okay. Like the goats yelling. Oh yeah, that is true. You know what? <laughs> it was still there. It was still there. You know, it's a little it's like it's an easter egg now, I feel like in every episode. You you brought this upon yourself. You brought th- I I need to find a, a soundboard. No, you're not even going to find me. Hey. You're not going to meet your critical role people. I'm going to be able to find them in that river of people. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Kaylin, I think I saw somebody, but that was like a few miles ago. Sorry. <laughs> she likes to tell that. You will, you will do that. <laughs> if you do that to me, <laughs> I will kill you. It's like, it's, like that, it's like that Office episode where uh, Michael Scott. I will forever. I remember the time. Oh, whatever. I'm going to tell a story. I remember the time I was like, I'm very good friend. I have a very good friend, Brandon, who is also in this industry, and I don't think I've ever wanted to punch someone so much in my life. And I have legitimately been punched in the face to the point where I had a concussion. But I don't think I've ever wanted to punch someone so much in my life when he was like, "Oh yeah, I met some of the Critical Role folks at a party. They were nice." I was like, "Did you know who they were?" No. Uh, that's something I would do. <laughs> yeah, <Brandon>. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you want to hit me? I'm like, yeah. I would take. I would take it to the next level where I'm like doing an Instagram story and we're drinking and partying. You would take a picture and then send it to me. I would. I wish you were here. Versus versus actually calling you and say, "Hey, come over I'm here." Wearing your <laughs> <hat>. <laughs> would do this. He would be like, send, "Take a picture, send it to me the next day." With wish you were here, and I'd be like, "I was." There. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, next weekend is gonna be so much fun. I can't wait. I cannot wait. But. Are we gonna rate Pause of Fury? Yeah, let's let's rate Pause of Fury. Angry, right? <laughs> Pause of Fury. <laughs> um. Oh my God, you guys go first. I. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. All right, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. I give it a three, like a good, you know, three. Mm. Like it's, you know, it's it's fun. I, you know, you're gonna go to it. You'll have a good time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. I get that. Because, yeah, the thing to be like to think about, too, is when we're rating this is be mindful of we're rating it as a kid's movie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's, you know, it's like if you've already watched the others, like if you haven't watched the others, I would say watch this first. Just because if you watch it immediately after like Minions, you're going to be like, it's missing yeah. something that it's missing an element that kind of or brings lighter. it up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's a perfectly fun movie. Yep. You know, there's 
some of the best yeah. sight gags of all of these movies are in this one. Like, yeah, I think that's you know you get you definitely get the Mel Brooks feel. And just like, the the little kids at the beginning where it was like population whatever, and they like do basically the like the kitty ladder to yeah. do poop. They're all like, like ha, ha, ha. I was <laughs> like, you are six, like. Like, yeah, it's like there's a lot of really great jokes. I think like, in the like the individually, its parts are great. It's just not bigger than the sum of its parts. That's yeah. the only yeah. That's like the one thing that might it's lacking is that yeah. extra that extra elevation. All right, Jezer, how about you? Other than if you were to break down the plot and like if you like oversimplify it and like don't don't do that. Just enjoy the individual scenes, the individual gags, um, the the voice cast. Yeah, the voice cast is amazing. Like, um, like I'm like I don't know if it this is an ongoing thing, but like minions and this like full like a cast of amazing people. So this is another. This is definitely another um, fun like fun story. You know, fun characters. I'll give it. Yeah, I'll definitely give it a three. Like it's definitely for you know it's for kids. And if you if you're a parent and one you want to. Take your kids to a film that you know they'll enjoy and laugh. This this might be one for you. Um, but like Kevin said, don't don't do it after Minions or you know have this one do this one first. Um, definitely. I think I gave Lightyear like a four point five and I give Minions a three. So yeah, I'll say three on, or I give Minions a four. So yeah, I'll say three on this. Um, definitely. Like I was oscillating between like the two point five and three, but yeah, yeah. Three because, three because it's fun, but. If, if looking at it, like, without kind of the lens of this is a kid's movie, be mindful of that, it would probably be lower just because it is missing that kind of magic I want from animation usually. Yeah. Of, like, the extra umph. It has a lot of, like, really fun, magical, whimsical stuff. It just, it doesn't have that kind of extra umph I'm expecting. Or it's not even necessarily it doesn't have it. It doesn't land well, as well as it could. So, but, yeah, just because, again, it is it is a kid's movie. It's fun. Um, and it's I the other thing is, like, it's short. Yep. 85 minutes. Yeah, you're not sitting, like, two, two, two and a half hours where you're just like, oh, my God, when's it going to end? Like, I think the fact that it is short, and I think a lot of the uh, breaking the fourth wall gags work. I think some of them are, like, saying the 85 minutes thing twice was a little much for me. I liked it the first time. Um, so, yeah, I'll say, I'll say three. Yeah. All in all, it was a fun kid's film. Something for you to enjoy during the summer. Maybe like a matinee, you know, a little matinee before, you know, uh, taking your kids to the mall. It's like, oh, I'll take you to the mall and we'll watch a movie. That, I think that's, yeah, hot out. yeah, you know, enjoy air conditioning if you don't have air conditioning. Definitely an air conditioning movie to watch. <laughs> but uh, I think that's where we're going to wrap it up from all the chaos, which kind of, come on, Caitlin, it kind of matched the movie too. Like it was yeah. like, it was on the same tone as the movie with the chaos, maybe like a different rate, like rating that we were where that was more rated R. Convince me that you should host this, like that you should be in charge. I was just, I was just matching the chaos, and it was unintentional, and we we had. We were more bridge and shatter before you. Yeah. You know, I I think that it's exactly how like the move this movie experience is. You go in expecting a lighthearted, fun film. And then you get hit with the crazy jumps and uh, the crazy fun. And I think that's exactly what happened in this podcast. And it's on par. I think it's definitely on par. <laughs> okay. If uh, you guys can follow me on all social media. 
you know what? Just just for that, if you guys enjoyed this episode, leave a comment and rate it, <laughs> and then tell and then tell in the comments. Put Caitlin, you're wrong. This was great. I want more roly polies. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow me on all social more media, <laughs> more art barks. Uh, everywhere at Jezzer Zeus and also the Illuminarities YouTube channel where I do the Ranger wrap up and Illuminarities TikTok and uh, Twitch when when we get back on Twitch. Did you forget to explain at the beginning where you're from here? Because you did for me and Kevin. Oh, I did. Well, you know what? You know, I do. I I'm Jezzer. I think that's all you need. You know what's funny? Okay, <laughs> another side note. Yeah, what's funny is. Uh, whenever when I got I, we we're doing this press thing tomorrow, and this isn't the first time this happened. They go, "Is Jezer the name on your license?" I was like, "For, for she said for 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 legal and uh security reasons, is Jezer the your real name on your license?" I was like, "Yes." Why do we keep going through this? I, I, this happened to me like maybe six times already. It's crazy. Yeah, it's not. It's real. It's legit. Anyways, Caitlin, where can we find you? <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Caitlin underscore Tyrell, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Caitlin underscore Tyrell underscore. Um, you can also find me sometimes on the Illuminarities TikTok. Uh, feel free to come yell at me about why I'm wrong about things on the Illuminarities TikTok, and Kevin will either defend me or agree with you. <laughs> Kevin, where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Phoenix D. Everywhere else, Phoenix Ness. Nice. And I'm also, uh, you know, on the socials for the Illuminati. Yep. And, you know, Call them right. out, Kevin. All right, and for the Illuminati socials, we are on Twitch and Twitter at the underscore Illuminati. On Instagram and TikTok, we are the dot illuminati on facebook we are original dot the illuminati and that's it well done yeah nice i love that you remember it because i cannot (laughs) (laughs) also make sure to check out our website theilluminati.com for all of your geek trade news and reviews and interviews and everything in geek pop culture yes next week's episode will be on the gray man gray man I believe after that it's nope. Nope. Um, I'm not sure. The thing that you should also be on the lookout next for next week is not only our podcast on the Gray Man, but be sure to be following our TikTok, uh, Instagram, our and socials. Twitter for all of our not only Comic Con coverage but Comic Con craziness. Oh, I think the craziness. I think the craziness is going to be exclusive on the TikTok. The TikTok okay. is going to be the craziness. Make sure you're keeping up on TikTok because <laughs> Jesser and Kevin have a lot of plans for me. Oh yeah. Aware of and yeah, we're not telling you. We're not telling you either. We have so many sounds we're gonna use, and they're perfect for the situation. Shoot at me with a bow and arrow at Comic Con. I will hit you. If there's listen, if there's no imaginary imaginary horse, then you're good. If you don't see that imaginary horse, then you, you know. How would I see it? If you had horse. <laughs> <laughs> because. There won't be a horse. You're going to hear the coconut. <laughs> oh, that's a, I like that joke. Yes, yes. If we, I, okay, straight up, I will let you do that if Kevin is behind you doing the coconut. <laughs> Done. I'm buying coconuts tomorrow.
I'm buying coconuts. So we're going to eat them, and then we're going to make some coconut noise. So he can do the horse clip-clop. Oh, god damn. Yep, I'm fully on board with this now. And by the way, I want to be wearing the Mando armor, and I can do the Captain America. Nah, I don't want to scratch the armor, because my freaking arrow uh, tips are pretty sharp. Um, shoot me with the sharp arrow tips you're gonna have to do something like with like a nerf thing what what <laughs> it won't pierce the ninja turtle suit it it might i'm not letting you shoot me with actual arrows well it's fine as long as long as you don't see the imaginary horse you're good anyways if you guys i was not kidding about you guys uh leaving a comment and rating the podcast so because that would really help the podcast and if if you think that Caitlyn's wrong, leave that in the comments because that would go a long way. Thank you so much for listening. And think, uh, please subscribe if you want more. It wasn't even real arrows. It was like a towel.